What's up, movie fans and Netflix bingers? This is the Bros Who Binge podcast. My name is Adam Schubert, and I'm joined by Lyndon Burton. This is episode 71. Man, it's 2020. There's a lot of a lot of stuff to talk about in the world of movies going forward. Not too much today. We're going to review some shows, but Lyndon, it's 2020, and we're going to talk about our most anticipated movies. I'm excited, man. Time to get predictions on what we think will be the best of this year, what best movies, best TV shows, trying to, trying to tell the people what to be on the lookout on the horizon. But bros who binge fans, we got a lot of good stuff coming your way between the pitch it match interviews and more. Just be on the lookout. I'm not going to say anything, although the pitch it match should be. Let's see. I got I to gotta get all the questions together but because Schubert can't make them because he's participating. Uh, let's see. So the picture match should be in, I'd say, two weeks. It should come out on Martin Luther King Day. All right. Yeah, so it'll, it'll come out on Martin Luther King Day. So you have the picture right. match in, in, like, two weeks. So not, close enough time. Justin, if you're listening to this, <laughs> well, you know the match has been set. <laughs> that will be interesting. It'll definitely um, definitely be a fun one. But The, win- the part- winner gets to take on Jake Madison, man. It's going to be Liddy. Oh man, jeez. <laughs> Y'all are in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Oh gosh. <laughs> but anyway, focusing focusing on today, we're gonna talk a few shows. We're gonna do our most anticipated movies and TV shows. Um, but there's not there wasn't really a lot of news that came out this week. So we're gonna be blowing through that pretty quickly, huh? Yeah, not too many rumors. Batman did start filming, so that's dope. Set photos have been leaking, but other than that, not well, too tonight, much. Huh? As, we're, as we're recording this, the Golden Globes are going on, so I guess that's kind of what's been going on in Hollywood. Yeah, uh, call it, um, Brad Pitt won supporting, but like, I mean, I don't really care about the Golden Globes, but yeah, the I biggest. Mean, we'll, t- we'll talk about all those r- results on a later time. The biggest thing is that, uh, that Batman started filming and that we might get some trailers about about uh, about by, by the question of a Comic-Con. So, but I got set photos. Jeffrey Jeffrey uh, Wright said he was off to film Batman. So, Jeffrey Wright said woke up jet lag 10 p.m. thinking I was late 4:45 a.m. now off to Gotham. So, it's going down, baby. Rob Pat is in is in location. Jeffrey Wright in location. My question is: Is do we have a Harvey Dent yet? I think. I mean, I think I think they do. I just I, I just don't think we know about it yet. That'd be cool if they kept it under wraps the whole way. That'd be awesome, man. At least until Comic Con, because because sure, I like when they come out with like the full cast or something. Yeah, I assume DC's going all out this year for Comic Con. You might as well. You have what? When does Wonder Woman come out? In October? No, earlier than that in June. Oh, it comes out in June. Let's see. Or may. Hold on, I'm gonna pull it up. If it e- either way, let's say Wonder Woman doesn't come out in oh yeah June 4th, so that's at that's before Comic Con. Whatever. Next year you have Suicide Squad, Batman, and Black Adam. The Rock just posted two weeks like last week. He was training. He started his training. So you got a lot to show. And Batman I mean, building right now. Oh yeah, I feel like Birds good. of Prey might be okay. Oh yeah, I mean, and that you start that's... off with Birds of Prey, then you do Wonder Woman. And, you know, all Marvel has is the Eternals in December. Well, they got their shows, though. That's the big thing. We'll get to all uh, of yeah. that. Yeah, and we'll get to that. 
But, but the main thing is that Batman's filming, and I'm excited. But Shuby, whenever you're ready, brother, let's get started. Not a not a lot of news, but a lot of good discussion. There. All right, but so I'm ready to get into it. Let's go. First off, we're going to talk about the trailers. The first one is a show that's on Netflix now called Dracula. Did you see the trailer for Dracula? Yes, I did. Talked about it on the radio. It looks pretty good. I'm not going to lie. Like, I'll give it the three-episode test. I definitely am intrigued. I don't know if it's going to be killer like some people are thinking, but, like, I'll give it the three-episode test because Netflix has me has me one right now, at least with Witcher, The Circle, uh, psh, trying to think of some other stuff that's popping up. I mean, if, ne- if Dracula's fire, then I'm all, oh, and you? Like, Netflix is killing right now, so I'll, I'll give what, it a shot. What upsets me about Dracula is that Netflix already has Castlevania, and, like, so that, that's kind of, like, what I'm expecting out of this, which I know is not what to, I need to expect. It's going to be completely not like that. Yeah, but, I, I assume mean, it's going to be more like the novel, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah, which, you know doesn't really get excite me as much as I'd like to see gory vampire stuff. So, I don't know. The va- I'm not really big on the whole vampire thing. We've just seen it so many times. Um, but I'm definitely I'll definitely give it a try. Yeah, that would be Liddy. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to give it a shot. So, but you know, good for good for Netflix cuz like I said, they're putting out that hot fire right now. So, who knows? This may be hot. Sure. Uh, the other thing that came out as a trailer was Hunter on Amazon, and this has Al Pacino, Logan Lerman, um, the guy who played Ted Mosby. Uh, who else is in this? Logan Lerman. I said Logan Lerman. Okay, yeah, Logan Lerman. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know who else is up in there, but I think that, there's one more big name. That show looks fire. Um, I don't know. I'm wrong, but anyway, the show does look super fire. Nazi hunters. Uh. Is definitely a, a great concept to roll with. N- who doesn't love seeing Nazis get killed? So I'm definitely pumped for it. You know, having Al Pacino in a TV series is pretty huge. Um, we haven't seen Logan Lerman in a while. This is a big opportunity for him to get back in the game. But I like the idea of this Nazi killing team. And um, you know, I think some what Amazon's been able to do with some of their storytelling, especially with like having big name. Big-name players be in some of their shows. They've really been successful. Um, I can only imagine this one is going to be another one. I think they could pull some violence from the boys. And then, you know, the action of Jack Ryan. I think it could be all sorts of things mixed to Amazon and really be successful. Yeah, man. Jordan Peele, Monkey Paw, his production company. Oh, yeah, true, yeah. Like, this, this could be... Really, really good. This is one of my highly anticipated TV shows of 2020, not to get ahead of ourselves, but this trailer gave us clarity on what the show's about. It showed us more than just, like, what the first little teaser trailer kind of just gave us, like, a glimpse, but this shows us where we're going, like, what's what everything that's involved. And like Super said, this is a little bit of boys, a little bit of Jack Ryan. It feels almost comic book-esque, and I'm digging it. Yeah, it does. To me, it kind of feels a little like Kingsman. yeah. To assert, see, I got Inglorious Bastards, but if it was a comic book, yeah, and I think like w- with it being in the seventies, I guess is why I'm feeling like more the Kingsman less than the Inglorious Bastards because like it'll be like a little bit more modern technology. I feel like it's gonna be kind of like 
not like a spy kind of deal, but like definitely they have like their Nazi killing equipment kind of thing where like they're going to have like, oh yeah, this is like my gun that blah, blah, blah. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like where I feel like they're going to have special elements to their, to their shtick. But I also feel like it reminds me a little bit of Umbrella Academy. That too. No, that's what, that's why I say it feels like a graphic novel and I can't be more excited for it. This trailer did did what a trailer is supposed to do. It take it took my anticipation and raised it to a whole nother level. Definitely. So I I would say that that was probably jumped up there to my one of my more anticipated things coming out this month or not this month but coming soon this this year when that trailer came out. I I don't I didn't remember talking about this or hearing about this beforehand. So this really got me excited. No, it definitely did. So shout out, shout out to Amazon. Shout out to for this show. Amazon's coming in hard again with 2020 with this and the boys. Going to be a good year for them. Next up, we got Sony's back to the drawing board with Uncharted because the studio lose a uh, loss. The director Travis Knight uh, due to timing conflicts with Tom Holland. So it seems like this movie's getting pushed back and pushed back. Do we want this movie? To me, I feel like. Maybe this is a blessing in disguise. Get a different person to be Nathan Drake, something that's more akin to what the video game community wants, the fan base wants. Not necessarily a Tom Holland who doesn't, who seems a little too young to be Nathan Drake. I'll give it a shot. I'll check it out when it comes out. But to me, I feel like this might be a blessing in disguise. I think it's funny how a lot of people who are complaining about the video game casting is that they're casting too young. Like the big thing with The Witcher is that. The diehard video game fans are like, could you not have picked an older actor? And yeah, they, they, they are this, true. And this is kind of the same deal with um, with Uncharted. But I think you know, just having, just trying to get Tom Holland as your main person to uh, get a franchise moving is just a little difficult right now with what all he has going on. So I think they should have just picked someone different from the jump. Um, but I. I kind of agree with them that they should get someone who's more of like a a, gri- a grizzled older guy like i mean it doesn't someone, even have that to fits Nathan, like, someone that just fits nathan drake better like honestly john krasinski wouldn't be a bad choice for this i mean not just because he's casting a bunch of things i know chris pratt is get an unknown if you got him it's just tom holland does not seem like the guy that fits the nathan drake persona like there's there's one guy that I can think of right now. I'm trying to Suicide Squad. Uh, oh, Jai, oh Jai Courtney. Oh, you're thinking of Jai Courtney? See, I was thinking of the other guy. I was thinking about Rick Flag. Who? Who? Uh, what's what's his name? Suicide Squad. Uh, Joel Kinnaman. Joel. Yeah, I can see that too. Like Joel Kinnaman wouldn't be a bad choice, or uh, my boy who was in a uh, B- Boyd Holbrook. Yeah. So I mean, I, I think that the, any of guys like that would be more of what I have in mind for Nathan Drake. Oh, no, me but, too. But I feel like, you know, by keeping Tom Holland casting this role, you're only shooting yourself in the foot. And if you want to get this going, you got to find a new direction. No, I'm, I'm with you 100%. Like, even, like, honestly, Ryan Reynolds wouldn't be bad for this. And he could do a shtick, too. Yeah, but I think, that, you know, having him already do free guy is pretty much the same thing. True, 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 true. Well, I'm, Nathan I mean, Drake, it's not the same thing, but yeah. I mean, like, now he's, this is him, like, doing a video game thing. I don't know. I feels I like I said he, he wouldn't be bad for it. Dan Stevens wouldn't be bad for it. There's a lot of guys out there in Hollywood that could do this right now. Like J- Jamie Dornan. 
or Dornan. He would be good for this as well. So, I mean, I just don't think Tom Holland's the right guy. And who knows? Maybe maybe it'll be great. But Sony's not doing that anytime soon. Next up, Disney Plus rang in the new decade by announcing that WandaVision will be dropping not in 2021, but in 2020. An exact release date has not yet been announced. I assume it's going to drop sometime December, November-ish after um, Falcon Winter Soldier drops. This in this series is crucial to knowing what's going to happen in Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness. And Kevin Feige has said that these series are integral to understanding where Marvel goes from here. This is big. Schubert, are you excited that you get Wanda uh, Scarlet, uh, Vision Scarlet Witch early? Yeah, I'm excited about that. I think one thing that people have been complaining about with Disney Plus is lack Me. of content. So let's speed it up. So bring in. You know, bring in WandaVision early. Let's go ahead and have two Marvel shows running at the same time. So that, so I think that'll be interesting to watch. Maybe I'm I'm surprised they got it done so quickly. Maybe it's because like it's not so serious on the action. I don't know. I I, I think it's the question is: Am I excited about WandaVision, or am I excited about having content on Disney Plus? I think it's more that I'm excited about having content. Yes, yeah, same. I, I am excited about this, though. Uh, a leak footage shows of them casting, like leak uh, casting footage shows, and it seems like they are casting Speed and Wiccan, which is Wanda Maximoff's children. So that'll be pretty dope to getting us to the new Avengers. But, you know, I'm not, I'm not too excited about seeing this sitcom stuff. But, hey, Feige, this is Feige's, like, pet project himself. So this might ring off and be good. Who knows? But to me, I'm not excited for I Love Lucy WandaVision. No, no, it definitely sounded like a weird concept to begin with. So I, I'm not sure how that's all going to go. But th- that's pretty much for the it for the news. Word, let's jump to the box office. Well, the box office really hasn't changed too much. You have Frozen 2 at 5. Uh, number 4, you have The Grudge. Ha, um, yo, those horror fans go out, brother. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, when we talk about anticipated movies, there's a horror movie coming out this year that I'm actually really excited for. Um, Number three, Little Woman, which I've been hearing really great things about. Uh, I might end up getting to see that. Timothy Chalamet and uh, what's that girl's name? I can't think of her name right now. Saoirse Ronan. Saoirse Ronan. Shout out to those three. Killing it. All right. And uh, Jumanji, the next level at number two. I've been I've been hearing more and more good things about this. Actually, are you gonna go see it? Uh, I'll probably, probably wait. Ah, uh, you saying exactly? <laughs> um, and the number one, of course, Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. Surprisingly, I haven't gone out to see this multiple showings. You, I don't. I I, I, I understand why you have not. Uh, it's, not really, it's not really that. Like I, but it's just like I don't. I don't know. I. I really feel like if I want to get out to the movie right now, I, I want to, you know, utilize that ticket to go see like Little Woman or. Uh, I'll, I'll, at, at this point, I'm waiting for my movie on the rise. So. Oh well, shit! I, th- I my the movie that I'm most excited for next is the first movie of my anticipation when we get to the discussion. But let's jump to movie on the rise. All right. So for movie on the rise, and the movie that I'm waiting to see in the theaters, 1917. Definitely excited for that movie to come out. A lot of people have been putting it as as movie of the year in 2019. You know, all the screeners who get to see that stuff early. Um, but 
I can't wait to to catch this movie and um, and see it on the big screen. So that's my most anticipated movie of at least the start of the year. So that, definitely that movie's gonna that. be litty. Like that movie is gonna be litty. And then starting tomorrow is the first episode of The Bachelor, which I think everyone can agree is the episode of The Bachelor that everyone can and should watch. Oh, the first one? Yeah, it's always pretty fun. No, I agree. The first one is always usually the one that if a Bachelor, if if you're going to get hooked to a Bachelor season, the first episode is going to either do it for you or it won't. For sure, yeah, for the different characters you're going to meet. So let's see who all these girls are. I've seen like that there's going to be like four flight attendants. So it's like, dang, y'all just couldn't like wait and try to catch them at work. <laughs> That's funny. Well, I got my movie on the rise going into the anime realm. I want to recommend this anime called Haikyuu. It is one and it's spelled H A I K Y U exclamation point, exclamation point. It is absolutely the best anime I've watched in a very, very long time. And the thing is, the crux of the show, no, it doesn't have ninjutsu powers. No, it doesn't have heroes. No, it doesn't have pirates. No, it doesn't have Saiyans. No, it doesn't have these typical shonen things. The backdrop of this anime are kids who play volleyball. Yes, I know. You're probably like, <laughs> what? It, you follow this young, this young duo and it's them on their volleyball team trying Spike to win for our life, bro. Trying to win the national championship, and it is freaking amazing. Sports I animes aren't bad, man. No, they're not. And like, shout out to Kurokuro's basketball. Shout out to Hinomaru no Sumo. Shout out to uh, Slam Dunk. But this one does something where I get bored. I'm not. Let me not say bored, but I get. I take breaks with sport anime where, where like, for example, Kurokuro's basketball, I watch it every now and again when I'm in the mood for it. But this one, it's so captivating. The story's so entertaining. The characters are so likable. And season four is about to drop. So you want to catch up before season four drops. To me, this is the best anime that's come out in a minute. And, and many, I'm so sad that I'm episodes, late on it. How many episodes end on a, on a spike to win the game? Uh oh no it'll ha- it'll happen in one episode. Several. No 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 it ha- it'll happen in the episode. They don't do filler, bro. The matches usually the matches might last two episodes max. Oh man. Nah nah shut your mouth uh huh. Shit is litty, bro. Shout out to Haikyuu, my guy. Shit is flame. That and Food Wars to me are two anime that I slept on this decade, this last decade, and I want to give love to it this decade so y'all go check out Haikyuu and Food Wars the new seasons are just around the corner Haikyuu starts on January 11th and Food Wars starts in like February so you got time to catch up well that's it for our movie on the rise Um, thinking about anime at the moment I think we're both caught up on My Hero man hell yeah it's uh it's really solid right now and yo R.I.P. to the boy bro yeah you know you know Mirio definitely not doing too hot I, one thing i think is always really um interesting when I, now that i'm like scrolling through twitter or like facebook or something and i see like an ad for like some kind of anime merch for like mirio's costume i'm like ooh. <laughs> but it's i just got a mirio figure today shout out to my homie austin who bought it for me for bromus but yo I, you gotta respect lamillion bro he is one of the good like he only had very few moments, but I got to give him credit for, like, anime side heroes. 
his moment will stick with me forever because he sacrificed himself for his ideals. He still hasn't gotten his powers back. And at this point, I kind of hope he doesn't get his powers back in the main storyline. It'll make the effect of this arc so much better. I already told you that I still think that he could just be a vigilante hero and just be like Batman. Ooh, an anti-hero? Anti-hero Mirio? Ooh, see, I, I don't know if the My Hero universe works like that, but maybe I'd be interested in it. I know they have a series called Vigilantes, but see, the thing is, if he starts doing that Batman stuff, Deku and them are going to have to go after him. Will, and he, will he be an anti-hero? That'd be a good turn for him. Yeah, I mean, I think that'd be an interesting thing for him because he definitely has the will to still be a hero, but, I, you know, I think that Some pro he support. would definitely find a way. And, you know, with the pro support, and I think, like, Everything he's learned from his master, who does, or not his master, but like his uh, mentor, who already is very Batman esque to me. Yeah, I was about to say Night Eye. If, yeah, if Night Eye can be a hero, Mirio can, because Night Eye's shit, all he does is just predict a couple moves in the future. Pretty much. And see, it, and see how well that did. Mm hmm. His ass got <laughs> whooped. But next week, yo, my hero fans, next week is the week overhaul versus Deku. Gonna be a big week. Can't wait to review it. In yeah, I mean, it's gonna be an all-time episode. I can't wait to see what you and uh, Chris will do. Yeah, it's gonna be lit. And speaking of me and Chris, the hashtag Anime Talk Awards, if you haven't checked them out, they're out now on YouTube, full video. First person to guess everything in our uh, set, on in our video set, gets a prize. You will get a figure from Pure Fiction Collectibles. So, shout out. Shout out, man. But anyway, uh, let's go into... Uh, some of our reviews before we get to our most anticipated movies and TV shows. Uh, we talked about the first part of The Witcher in our last episode, so if you want to talk... Um, I guess we'll talk a little bit more. We won't talk too much about the first part. We, you should go back to the last episode to hear more of that. Um, we'll, of course, talk. You know, go back to some things here, but we're going to talk about the second part. Um, but Manland, and I like the, how it turned out at the end. I'm really excited. Uh, how it's going I, I thought the last episode kind of war scene was you know up there with game of thrones for sure it would look the first season of the witcher was set up let's call it what it is it's set up for, for the sure. main for the main chunk of yennefer siri and or circe whatever her name is and Sir. uh and Cirilla. uh yeah Cirilla, my bad Cirilla, yennefer and uh gerald that's the wave that's next season is going to be lit. I hope my boy Yaskier comes back. Toss a coin to your Witcher. Oh, Valley of Plenty. That I got, that's my favorite character in the show. Love Yaskier. Love the relationship between Geralt and Yennefer. You finally see how these storylines combine. I love the, uh, the dragon episode, which was like an episode before the finale. I thought their dragon didn't look bad. I thought the CGI was pretty good. I was into it. Like, the Witcher... I'll give this season a solid 7-9. Solid 7-9. Entertaining television, and I can't wait to see more. The fight scenes are some of the best sword and shield fight scenes. Yes, they had some clunkiness in storytelling, but the fight scenes itself and, and Henry Cavill, great, great, great job. Yeah, I think I think the action's terrific. Um, I've you know, I've once you got to know what they were doing with the story and that you were you were in a bunch of different timelines. And how they were coming together because they didn't explain that to you off the bat. So that was something that was confusing at first, but I got into it and really appreciated that. Um, it definitely is a lot of setup, very similar to how The Mandalorian was, where you know we got to really understand who the character is and we see the developing plot. And now 
in the next season. They'll definitely act on it. Um, Facts. And every time they say my guy doesn't have emotions, I get sad because he's the saddest character in the fucking show. Oh uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, and I, I, I think they has definitely shown he has emotions. Maybe just uh, not out, extremely outward. Exactly. So, but nah, good, good show, man. I can't wait for season two. I see why they fast track season two and season three because they know they have something good on their hands. Yeah, this is definitely a very well done show, and I'm excited to see how how, how it is going forward. Um, I guess this is what's gonna have Henry Cavill locked down for a little while. Good for him, man. Because after that Superman fiasco, I'm happy that the boy H uh, Henry Cavill can have some work because he deserves it. Um. Well, this. Is there anything else you want to talk about with The Witcher? I guess if I were to put a ranking on it, it'd be very similar to what you had, uh, like a 7-7 seven, seven or an 8. I mean, something around that area. Yeah, I got it between, like you said, seven, I got it 7-9, seven, 7-8. Seven, seven, it's right like around some that episodes are definitely, eh. like, like I said in the beginning, like I kind of was almost out. But of course, you know, I, stay, I stick with things for, for a while and it, it, it heated up for sure. Um, yeah, but some, no, some episodes is. are like, you know, super on par as some of the best like episodes you see in a while. No, I agree. Yeah. But anyway, let's uh, move on to the next thing. We uh, both of us were kind of, you know, looking around Netflix. You see this new show. It's it's called The Circle. And you're like, well, what is this? And, you know, the first time I see it, I turn to my girlfriend. I'm like, this looks stupid as hell. And like, I don't know if I don't want I don't know if I want to watch this. And um, Lyndon texted me one day that there's this dude on there who's named Shuby. And I'm like, oh, well, yeah, maybe I'll, I'll take I'll take a watch of this. Probably watch it as I try and go to sleep because it'll probably just put me to sleep or something. Nope. I was up all night watching The Circle, all four of the first four episodes. This show is everything I love in, you know, reality, game shows, um, the... Uh, the cutthroat of trying to figure out um, who's going to go home next. Uh, they have catfish in this, um, you know, social media game. The concept of it is just crazy. Like, you know, having all these people in an apartment building with their own different apartments only be able to talk through social media. And that's the thing with me. Like, can they watch TV? Because it seems like they can't watch TV. It seems like they can only do stuff that's in the apartment or that they brought with them. And the only thing they can do is communicate with the other people in the game. And it's trying to figure out who's real, who's not, and trying to make it till the end by being it's the most popular people are voted uh, influencers and they can choose to eliminate people. And it's, and it's about making it to the end. And the person who makes it to the end gets 100K. Yo, like Schubert said, this show. Got me hooked, man. Me and Schubert love our reality television. I, I am a sucker for shows like this. And boy, me and my girlfriend couldn't stop. We watched all four back to back, back to back, and was like, where's the next four? And don't worry, it'll be out on Wednesday, and I will be watching because I am hooked. Netflix has a winner with this, and more people need to be watching this if you love reality TV. Yeah, I mean, it's funny to, to think about the parallels of, being on social media, like, I love, you know, how Shuby's, like, oh, yeah, you know, I just want to be a real person and, like, don't be fake. But then there's a lot of people who are doing really well that are totally, being totally fake. And it's like, ooh, this is just so crazy, the the back and forth. But, like, ultimately, like, Shuby and Chris are doing so well. And it's like, 
it's like, oh man, you know, is being yourself really the way to go? Or, you know, do you need to be someone else like what Karen's saying? It's, uh, it's interesting. No, it, it is a very, very interesting show. Like, oh boy, uh, uh, Sebram is his girlfriend and like nobody is aware of it. They're all like, oh, okay. And nobody's aware of any of the catfishes. And they had Dude, a that big... new character that's coming in. I feel like he's definitely going to stir some stuff up. Like, I feel like he's going to flirt with Miranda. I think he's going to get caught being a catfish. Well, yeah, he seems like he's going to be really goofy. Like, I'm surprised that Seagram uh, or whatever didn't get caught, like, right off, right off the bat for the whole Chris thing, being like, oh, yeah, you guys think Chris is cute? <laughs> yeah, no. I was like, yo, that's a dead giveaway. He's a catfish. Yeah, dude, I can't believe that they have, like, they haven't seen that. But, I mean, he's done a really good job of, like, making alliances with, like, Shuby. Yeah, he bounced back very well, and he gave off the innocent card, which they're all, like, I mean, I don't know if I believe it or not, but they they they, they do. And it's like, oof, okay. It's 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 Karen that gets me, man. I don't like Karen, and I'm I'm, I'm upset that she got rid of my boy Antonio. And Slash how are they figuring it out? Yeah, Mercedes is wildin'. Yeah, like for sure, I'm a big fan of Shuby. Uh, I like uh, what's what's the guy other guy's name? Oh, I'm a I'm a huge. These are my top three. All at number one, I got Shuby, uh, Joey, and Sammy. Those are my faves. Right under them, I got Sebram, just because he's tricking people. And then I like Miranda. And then I got the new guy in Karen last. Yeah, I'd, I'd say I like Shuby, Sammy. Uh, Joey, um, Chris. Oh, yeah, I like Chris. Chris is up there, too. Chris is in the top tier. Yeah, definitely like Chris. I don't really like Miranda. Um, I'm, you know, I definitely want the catfishes out, but I do appreciate what, how they're doing right now. Like, I love when they're, like, tricking people because I just think it's so funny. But, like, I just love the idea of, like, these private chats that they have going on and each person has, like, their little side alliances, but I just wish like they would like go into a little bit more of that sometimes. I want them to break them. Yeah. Like I wanted, I wanted uh, Shuby to send Joey home. <laughs> no, no, no. That would have been crazy. I'd have been like Shubes. Jeez, uh, man, it's it's just so interesting, and like I like how Netflix has made it the, a little four four episode burst. So you know, we get four episodes here, we get four episodes this week, and we get four episodes the week after. And um, it's good to kind of keep us going with the show. I feel like that's probably the the future wave for a lot of these streaming services because you got to be able to keep people's eyes on it for a little while. And yeah, so drop I think you're going to start dropping it in little bursts. Two to four episodes a week isn't bad, man. I dig that. That's better than one a week. Yeah, I dig it too. I think it's it works out. But yeah, I'm definitely excited to to watch more of The Circle. Same. I'm going to be tuned in on Wednesday. Um, but anyway, let's get into the most anticipated TV shows and movies of the year. All right, let's go back and forth. Let's uh, just start off uh, with movies, I guess. And then because TV shows, it's not as rich of a year this year as it was in 2019. So let's go back and forth with movies. In January, bro, the most thing I'm hyped for is none other than The Gentleman. Yes, that's the new Guy Ritchie film with uh, Matthew McConaughey. Uh, what's my boy's name? Uh, Henry Golding, who is like the guy from uh, Crazy, Crazy Rich Asians. And then, uh, oh my gosh, what is this dude's name from? Charlie that? Hunnam? 
Yes, Charlie Hunnam. I'm super, super excited for this. This is the most my most anticipated movie of uh, of January of 20. Charlie Hunnam, another guy who could play Nathan Drake. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, man, I'm really excited about The Gentleman too. That really looks like a, a super interesting movie. Um, let's see my, what McConaughey can bring to the to the twenties. Um, and uh, yeah, definitely want to see that one. I've already said that you know 1917 is definitely my anticipated movie for this month, but another one. That I think is worth mentioning is uh, Bad Boys for Life. I knew you, you know, were gonna say it. I mean, I think it's worth mentioning. It could be a really great installment to the series. Uh, we've definitely been wanting to see Will Smith get a win, and I definitely love to see uh, this movie work out. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. What, what you got? What else? What you got next going into February? Uh, going into February, uh, I'd say. Right off the bat, you know, you start off with Birds of Prey. That'd probably be my most anticipated one for February. I definitely want to know how um, how how that turns out with Harley Quinn and Huntress and Black Canary opening that into this whole DC universe. It, you know, what having watched the few episodes I have of the Harley Quinn series, I feel like this is what the vibes that it's going to bring. You know, maybe not exactly the same, but that kind of Harley Quinn, and so yeah. that's what I'm excited about. No, I'm with you. I'm I'm right there with you. That's up there for me. And I gotta tell people on February 14th. Look, fans, we gotta go support Sonic because, like I said, the creators listen to the fans, and we gotta at least go watch it week one and, and give it a give it a look see. So I got Sonic the Hedgehog too. No, I also think that um, you know Call of the Wild might end up being pretty good with Harrison Ford, but I just don't know if it's something you see in the theater. Mm, and f the invisible man because it's not the invisible man <laughs> no not Some not not the one that i want no no in in march uh, i guess i'll say onward i guess like you know whatevs like i'm I, i'm more interested in seeing mulan tank really because like, <laughs> I, I think march is gonna be a bad month so if i'm gonna skip march unless you got something i'm going straight to april with no time to die let's get into it mr bond james bond uh well with March, um, the there's two movie. Well, but you know, I'm I'm definitely interested in seeing Mulan. I want to see how that turns out. I I haven't seen the Quiet Place, but the Quiet Place two comes out in that month, so I assume that that's going to do pretty well. Um, but the what I'm most anticipated for in the month of March is the Way Back, the movie that we've talked about with Ben Affleck being the uh, the oh, struggling alcoholic yes. hi, high school basketball coach. Damn, so that good comes call, out. Shubi. That comes out in March, so I'm excited to to see that movie. Oh, I think I am. All right, well, March is not going to be a stinker because they got the way back. But other than that, boo-boo month for March. Uh, so moving into April, you said James Bond. Um, I'm not going to say New Mutants because I That's going to be a dumpster fire. It's probably going to be a dumpster fire. Um, what are you going to say, Annabellum? You might as well just jump to May. <laughs> There's nothing well, left. Or the Secret yeah. Garden. I mean, I kind of am interested in um, in Annabellum uh, with Janelle Monae. It's a uh, it's about a, a, an author who finds herself trapped in a trapped in a horrifying reality, uh, and I must uncover the mind bending min- min- uh, mystery before it's too late. So, yeah, I, I think that that might be a movie I'd be interested in, but it's probably going to depend on my mood. <laughs> mm, okay, okay. Because it's just like one of those movies that definitely doesn't seem like it's going to be. Uh, you know, super uplifting, but one movie that I am 
that's definitely going to make me feeling good coming out of the theaters is going to be Black Widow. Ooh, super May. excited about that in May. Florence Pugh, Scarlett Johansson, uh, Rachel Wise. I'm really excited to see uh, what David Harbour, Natasha Robinoff has in store for us. Yeah, May. One more May, time. May has a solid month. On top of that, you got Fast Nine. Even though, bro, I think Fast Nine is going to be a train wreck because they're trying to CGI uh, Paul Walker. I don't know how that's about to work. Oh, out. geez. But I, I'm I, I'm gonna I'm actually more excited for Artemis Files than a lot of people are leading on. I think that movie Me has too. potential. I, have, I think that movie has potential. I really love. I remember the book. seeing like the early trailer and I thought it looked interesting. Me too. I'm a big fan of the book, so it's like okay, I'm gonna give this a shot. As well as Scoob. Shout out to your movie. Scoob. I'm your, watching Scooby Doo Zombie Island right now. Your favorite movie of 2020, Scoob. Scoob. Yeah. Zach Efron's in it, bro. Bro, Scoob. <laughs> <laughs> May, May solid But then you jump to June Wonder Woman 1984 Ladies and gentlemen I am hype Yeah that's probably my most hype movie For June as well um, You know We'll see how Soul goes with Pixar I'm yeah. not sure where I, where I sit with that Right now uh, there's, and, a, there's supposed to be an untitled Judd Apatow Pete Davidson project I don't really know if I, I want to watch that <laughs> Uh, Top Gun Maverick is going to be out in June, but I just don't know enough about Top Gun at the moment. And then In the Heights, directed by John Chu, Lynn Manuel Miranda, adaptation of the Brooklyn of the Broadway musical. So that could be interesting, but Wonder Woman is definitely dominating that month. Yeah, facts. Then you jump to July. July is fire. July is pretty fire. You start with Free Guy, which I'm actually really excited about. Um, and then, you know, with the trailer of Ghostbusters Afterlife, I really think that that's going to be a really great movie, too. Um, so those two starting off, then the week after that, you get Tenant. And, also, and the Bob's uh, Burgers movie. Yo, wait, wait. I'm not just going to let you slide over that. No, I, I, thought, I was literally about to say that. I'm going, like, the week of the tw- July 17th, I'm going to the movies twice. I got to see Tenant Thursday night. But you see that Friday me and my girlfriend are going on a date to watch the Bob's Burgers movies. I have to. That Bob's Burgers movie is going to be pretty good. I'm, I'm, I'm hyped. Just keep your eye on it because I remember there's been, like, moving back and, like, I just don't know what the whole deal is with that. We haven't really heard much about it. So I just don't know if that's, like, for certain. Well, I, as of now, it is happening. Uh, and at the end of the month, you get Morbius, which I think will be really interesting. Not that. I don't know if that is that happening. Is that filmed? Uh, well, hey, man, if we're saying that the Bob's Burgers movie, then we're going to say Morbius, too. <laughs> All right, touche, touche. Then you got August coming in, slowing down for the summer. Not The summer season is mainly going to be dominated by Wonder Woman, Tenant, um, uh, uh, Free Guy at this point, Free Guy, and Black Widow. Jungle Cruise is going to do some stuff for the families, but for the kids, yeah. August slows down. The only thing that's really hype for is the hitman's wife's bodyguard and bill and ted face the music yeah i definitely want to see bill and ted uh because um filmed because in new it was filmed in new orleans and uh the kianasance i'm, I'm hyped uh, to him the hitman's wife's bodyguard because that's a sequel to the hitman's bodyguard with ryan reynolds and sam jackson was that a really good one yeah i like that movie man it was pretty damn good i have to, I have to check that out it was like it's a, it's a solid action movie I'm not going to stress it like, oh, yeah, it's the best thing I've ever seen. But, like, it's a solid action movie. Well, September is going to bring us The King's Man with, that moved back. So I'm a little bit hesitant about that. 
And the um, it's a newer. That's the Sopranos movie. Yes, and then the Sopranos movie, and um, and then the Edgar Wright horror thriller Last Night in Soho, which um, you know, we'll see how that how that looks later on. But oh, and and Michael B. Jordan's movie, bro, without remorse. That that's just Tom Clancy movie. Oh yeah. Yeah, that that's his movie. Yeah, so gotta gotta check out Michael B. on February on September eighteenth. That's coming out at the same time the Kingsman's coming out. That'll be interesting. It'll be like it'll be a battle. So I, I think can't I wait think, for that box office. I think I'm gonna predict now. Tom Clancy's gonna win. Michael B. Jordan's gonna be one of those blockbuster names. And I think as long as they get good word of mouth, I think he's gonna beat the Kingsman because I don't think with Disney pushing it back, I don't know if the Kingsman's gonna be good or not. So in um in October there's supposed to be a an untitled Sony Marvel sequel at the beginning. I believe that's probably gonna be Venom Two. Yeah. Uh so we should have Venom Two at the beginning. But here comes one of my most anticipated horror movies of the year, Halloween Kills. Ooh, the the sequel to Halloween. I'm si- I'm hyped. Let's go. Um that kind and of Snake Eyes comes out with uh Hen- I think Henry Golden's in that too. Yeah, Henry yeah, Golden. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that might be tight. Who knows? Um going into November. You got Eternals. Get Eternals. Yep. Um, Godzilla versus King Kong, King Richard, uh a Clifford the Big Red Dog movie <laughs> for the kids. Ray of the Last Dragon, the um, animated Disney movie um, that has Aquafina starred in it, uh, that might be a pretty a pretty good one. But I don't know. We'll just have to see what the trailer looks like. Con- Godzilla Kong. There's a lot of iffy stuff about that, huh? Yeah, we don't know if it's gonna be good or not. But Eternal is supposed to be the big movie then. Yep, and then December you got Dune, which is gonna be fire. Coming to America too. West Side Story, uh, The Last Duel, which is that Ben Affleck, Adam Driver, Matt Damon movie, uh, and I think The Tomorrow War should be pretty good, too. Tom and Jerry? Yeah, the Tom and Jerry live action. Or live, not live action. action. It's, it it's, like not C- be. it's like CG3. It's like 3D CG. Like, okay, that's fine. Yeah, um, the t- the Tomorrow War is a man is drafted to fight in a war where the fate of humanity relies on his ability to confront his past. With Chris Pratt, J.K. Simmons, Betty Gilpin, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty hyped. Yeah, that that might be pretty interesting. Uh, and when you mentioned the last duel as well with uh, Adam Driver, Ben Affleck, Matt Damon. Yep, that's gonna. But the most hype of the Dune, year, for I, sure. I, yeah, I would say my my top five movies. If I had to rank all of these, I would say. Birds of Prey at number five. At number th- four, I got uh, James Bond. At number three, I got Black Widow. At number two, oh, no, 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 wait, 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 I lied to you. At number five, I got uh, Birds of Prey slash Black Widow. At number four, I got James Bond. At number three, I got Wonder Woman. At number two, I have Dune. And at number one, I have Christopher Nolan's. For me, at number five, I have Eternals. At number four, I have Birds of Prey. At number three, I have Halloween Kills. At number two, I have Tenant. And at number one, I have Wonder Woman. Ooh, okay, okay. I see you're not putting Dune on there, but I'm a big Denis Denis Villeneuve fan. Denis Villeneuve. But hey, man, both our lists, Uh, fire. That Halloween Kills movie is going to be good. Yeah, I definitely think that that 
that's going to be a big hit, um, especially around Halloween time. Of course, I want to go see Halloween in theaters. In the TV realm, there's only like a couple smashes this year that I think are going to... A lot of it is just things coming back, too. Yeah, facts. But like new stuff-wise, we got Hunters. Uh, I think that show Avenue 5 that we talked about the trailer last week is going to be pretty good. Aquafina has a show on Comedy Central I think is going to be pretty tight. Um, uh, the Space Force Netflix show with Steve Carell, I think that's going to be pretty tight. Um, I'm trying to think, is there any more? Lovecraft Country on HBO should be pretty cool. That's going to be tight. Um, let's see. Falcon Winter Soldier, of course. Oh, Why the Last Man? That's going to be on FX. The Boys Season 2, Mandalorian Season 2, um, Jupiter's Legacy, which is the start of the Millar, Netflix, the Millar World Netflix partnership, a superhero show. I think that's going to be good, too. If I had, Oh, and WandaVision. Oh, and Lock and Key. If I had to say what I'm most hyped for, it's probably Lock and Key, Jupiter Ascending, I mean, Jupiter's Legacy, Why the Last Man, all these comic book stuff, Falcon Winter Soldier, and Space Force. I think those are my most anticipated shows of next year. Oh, and Hunters. Yeah, um, I'd probably say uh, Hunters is one of my most anticipated shows. Um, definitely a lot of the season twos of, you know, The Boys, Mandalorian, I'm really in, looking forward to. Um, you know, we mentioned Avenue 5. I'm excited to see Avenue 5. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think there's just a lot of things that, we haven't seen that are listed or that hasn't been an announced to actually appear yet or something that really kind of steal the show. Uh, I think a lot of things came up in the middle of the year for us last year. We were like, wow, this is going to be really interesting and exciting. So um, I'm really optimistic with the TV shows. I wouldn't be surprised if Lovecraft Country takes over as like one of the best shows of 2020. I wouldn't, I'm calling it now. It's from J Jordan Peele and JJ Abrams. <laughs> It follows uh, Atticus Black, who's played by Jonathan Majors, who stunned, uh, well, it's, a, it's based upon a Korean War vet embarking on a road trip through Jim Crow America in his search for his missing father. Along the way, Atticus and his friend Letty uh, and his uncle Montrose must fight evils real, evils real, virtual and racism, surreal, forced drilling monsters, and everything in between. So that's gonna, that's like a Vertigo comic series. I think that's gonna be Pretty, pretty good. Yeah, and uh, one more series that I'm really excited about for 2020, uh, The End of Clone Wars. Oh, true, 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 true. So, yeah, that's that's it for me. Word, well, that, that's it for me, man. Short show this week. Gave him close to an hour, not quite, but... Yeah, we gave him, we gave him, we gave him some hot fire to be on the lookout for 2020. Plus, next week they'll get a 1917 review, so that'll be hype among some other surprises. But you can follow me at LimbyWT on Twitter. Follow the Bros Who Think at Bros Who Think on Twitter. There'll be a new episode of Hashtag Anime Talk out on Tuesday. There'll be a new Bros Who Think out on Thursday. Uh, be sure to check out the Hashtag Anime Talk Awards, like I said, on YouTube. Uh, Prime Time's gearing up to do their LSU preview, so be on the lookout for that. Um, trying to think of anything else. Yeah, that's probably it, man. But just go check out the YouTube because content's coming. Oh, and follow Anime Talk at Anime Talk Pod on Instagram. There's some Instagram exclusive content on there as well. But other than that, that's all I got this week, Shuby.
Yeah, make sure to check out everything going on with the Bros Who Think Network. Um, you know, look back at some of our past episodes. We talked more about The Witcher in the last episode, a few episodes back, um, in our 69.5. We did the Star Wars review. Um, you know, we did, talked about Mandalorian in the past to so go go back and listen to those reviews if you're just getting around to that. Um, and when, you know, like Lyndon said, we're going to be doing a 1917 review. We're going to talk uh, more about the circle. Uh, I think both of us, you know, we might talk, we might, uh, you know, talk a little bit about some other topics depending on what the what the news is at the moment. We're definitely going to go over what happened with the Golden Globes. So big episode next week. You're definitely not going to want to miss it. So stay tuned with what's going on with us and, and be ready for that for that next one. So for um, so for Lyndon Burton, I'm Adam Schubert. I hope you all go out there and have a great week. As always, keep binging. <laughs>